Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Jim Ramble. If you are listening to this at the time it comes out, it is the beginning of December, which is absolutely crazy. And with the winter season upon us, I am a little bit under the weather. It's one of those things where for the first few days I thought, oh, it's just allergies. And then it kind of just gets to the point where you're like, I don't think it's allergies. I think I have a cold coming on. So I was debating if I wanted to record this or not, just due to the fact that I'm not sure how long my voice is going to go for. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll have to take breaks to cough or something like that. So if that happens, so sorry. Hopefully I don't sound super nasally, especially as I continue on. I'll probably have to like breathe a little bit more than usual. <laughs> like You'll probably hear me breathing. Uh, but just know that that is uh, going on. So yeah, that's what that's what's happening with me, but I really didn't want to skip this episode because I skipped last week due to being out of town. So really excited to be here with you all, really looking forward to talking about this. This is uh, one of the topics that was highly requested when I put my poll up on what do you guys want to hear? So that is the topic of things that I would tell myself if I was starting my fitness journey over again. And you guys know what this podcast is about. This is not necessarily about in-depth like nutrition and training. Like these tips aren't going to be like hit your protein, hit your water. Like we know that, right? This is more of a mindset-based podcast because I do think that in order to achieve any goal that you have for yourself with nutrition, training, making this lifestyle change, it comes down to the mindset piece first because you can be given any protocol, but if you don't truly believe that you have what it takes to get to your goal, the protocol is useless, right? Because you don't believe in yourself. So these are going to be mindset based and let's go ahead and dive in. So the first thing that I would tell myself if I was starting over is that you can't spend forever preparing and learning before you take action just because you fear failure. Now, if you guys go back to my first and second podcast episodes ever, those are titled, you know, my fitness journey, part one and part two. So you'll know that prior to tracking macros, hiring a coach, blah, blah, blah. I had done a lot of fad diets in the past. I did a lot of restrictive meal plans. I did juice cleanses. I did, um, just really, really harsh things that of course did not work long-term. Um, so the, around the time that I started to get really into the education aspect of tracking macros and lifting weights and stuff like that, there was a good, I want to say year of me just diving into the education, which is great. But because I had such a track record already of trying and failing because I was doing all these fad diets and it just wasn't working out for me long-term. I was doing, I just ended up yo-yo dieting. I was really scared to take action and waste more time essentially on my journey. And what that led to is me not having a lot of trust in either hiring a coach because in the past I was like, well, I bought this person's meal plan. So like, I don't trust anybody. Like everyone's going to let me down. And also it led me down a path of 
wanting to make sure that I was getting everything 100% correct before I took action, right? What's the problem with that? Well, the problem with that is there's always going to be an element of trial and error, right? Because at the end of the day, you are never going to get 100% you know, satisfaction from looking things up on the internet because one thing does not work for every buddy. And that's what I was trying to do. I was like, well, you know, is, did this work for this person? Is this going to work for that person? Is this going to work for me? Like, how do I make this super optimal? And I was just worried about things that I shouldn't have been worried about. Like I was worried about things that came in chapter 30 of my fitness journey before I even opened the book. And I'll give you so, some examples of things that I hear people say, uh, and maybe you can relate to one or more of these because these are things that I definitely told myself when I was at this point in my journey. Uh, my first thing is that I told myself I couldn't track macros until I added more variety into my diet first. Okay. What does that even mean? I've actually heard that before. Somebody said that to me. I can't track macros first. I'm not ready for that yet. Like I need to just add more variety. Okay. Well, what's the problem with that? Well, if you have the goal to gain muscle or lose body fat or, you know, change your physique. If you have a structured goal, it's going to require a structured approach. And I learned that the hard way because I thought that too. I was like, well, I'm not going to track macros yet. I'm just going to eat healthy and lose weight that way. And then if I need to track macros down the road, I will. But what that led to was me not eating in a deficit. I was eating healthy quote, what I you know thought was healthy because of course health is a subjective term, but I was eating healthy. I didn't understand the caloric value of any of the foods I was eating. I was restricting myself of these quote unhealthy foods that I deemed as unhealthy. So I was just kind of like longing over not being able to eat these foods that I want to eat. And I wasn't losing weight because I wasn't in a deficit. So that led me down a path of having this limiting belief around what I could accomplish because I'm like, well, if I can't eat healthy and lose weight, then I just must not be able to lose weight, you know? And so suddenly I had this limiting belief. And so when the opportunity presented itself of like, oh yeah, like tracking macros, I eventually did go down that path because I stopped letting my ego get the best of me. But there was a really large period of time where I just thought I was out of luck. I just thought I wasn't capable of making these changes to my physique that I wanted to make because I was doing, you know, what the fitness influencer who looked great online said to do. She wasn't tracking macros. She was just intuitive eating and going on walks and doing fun, you know, little workouts in her home gym. Like, why didn't I look like that? You know? So that's number one. Number two, another example that I've heard quite often, I can't train. I can't focus on my training until I get my nutrition in check. What does that even mean? Okay. You can do both simultaneously. Of course, you don't want to go to a gym and work out if you're severely under eating, but the two can honestly feed off of each other. If you go to the gym and you get into a workout split that you enjoy, that's going to feed your desire to want to eat so that you get stronger, right? They feed off of each other in terms of motivation, in terms of how you feel, in terms of just creating a lifestyle change in general. And you can definitely work out from home. Like I'm not saying you can't do that or you have to train at a gym, but if you know down the road, hey, I do want to try weightlifting, you don't have to wait until, you know, there's no like correct order of operation. Oh, you can't do this until you do this, right? You can start to dip your toes 
into nutrition, training, mindset, walks, you know, water, (laughs) protein, you know, like whatever. So that's another example. One that I hear very often and one that I uh, definitely said a lot in my day, I can't hire a coach until I maximize trial and error on my own. I thought I had to be a specific type of person to hire a coach. I thought I already had to have in my mind that I was capable of doing this. Oh, I'm great at tracking macros. I'm really consistent in the gym. I just need somebody to help me get better, right? Because if we think about having a coach when we're younger, we have to try out for the team. And then if we make the team, then we get to be coached by the coach. That's not the case in fitness. And honestly, I had gotten to a place where I was trialing and erroring what am I trying to say? Trialing and erroring myself into the ground. And it took a lot longer for me to dig myself out of that metabolic hole that I put myself in. And so that's why I'm, I'm saying this. And this is a part of my list because what rock bottom do you have to reach before you say, Hey, you know what? I might need help. Like ask yourself that question. Seriously. Another one. I can't take action until I hear everyone's opinion and what works for them. You're never going to get that. There are so many opinions on social media. You can look up any opinion and probably get a video or a reference or an article of somebody somewhere saying that this worked for them. I could look up water is bad for you and something will come up, right? Like you can't please everybody. And that's why I'm such a big fan of tracking your own data, figuring out what works for you making the least amount of change to your schedule now, to your nutrition and training now, that is going to yield the biggest result. An example of this that I see a lot is when people try macro calculators and they try like five different kinds and they're like, I'm getting different answers. Like I need them all to be the same before I take action on this. And I'm like, this doesn't matter because if you have a goal, your macros are going to change. It's one thing to learn how to track. It's one thing to understand starting macros, but if you don't know how to change your macros, if you do not know when to change your macros, if you do not know what phase of the body recomp journey you're in, if that's your goal, then what are we doing, right? Like you're very anxious about a problem that doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Like just start tracking and see how your body responds to consistency and then go from there, right? So we get very hung up on this like analysis paralysis of like, oh my gosh, I need to figure out everything perfectly before I take action. I need to make sure that this is going to work 100%. Yep, well, we're never going to predict the future. So if you wait to take action because you want to be 100% clear on what the journey is going to look like, what progress you're going to make before any sort of risk is involved, you are never going to get that answer because we can't predict the future. And honestly, if you're starting a diet or some sort of like, program that has that listed out, like lose 20 pounds in X period of time, head for the hills because that's not feasible. There should be no guarantees, especially if somebody doesn't know you, your metabolism, your starting place, your dieting history, you know, so take that into consideration a hundred percent. All right. So the second thing that I would tell myself if I was starting my fitness journey over again is that You need to put yourself into environments that force you to rise to the occasion. I spent far too long in my fitness journey having these goals, but I was seeking out situations where 
people around me were allowing me to normalize my struggles and self-deprecation, right? Maybe I would have a friend who had the same issues as me. Like we both had a poor relationship with food. We both really liked alcohol and desserts and whatever, which, you know, that is what it is. But we would both start this quote fitness journey together. And it felt really exciting to do something really restrictive because it was like, wow, we're going to see all this progress really quickly. Like, let's do this together. But then something would happen where one of us would just really want, you know, um, a burger and fries and a milkshake and then go out and like drink and all that stuff. And then convince the other person to do it. Right. So then we're in it together and it's kind of like a fun thing of like, oh, we're both like, we both suck at this. Like, we're never going to lose weight. Like, ha ha ha. We're just like going to stay like, you know, whatever. We're just self-deprecating. That's not helping anything, right? You can't have your friends hold you accountable if they are not where you want to be. Yes, it's exciting to want to get better together. And I, I see this a lot in women who we coach. They're like my, my husband or, you know, my partner. They have had a positive experience from me doing this as well. Like I've kind of influenced him to embark on this journey with me. I think that's great. That's different. That's different than someone being your accountability buddy. But the only thing that's keeping you accountable is their accountability. And you guys are both, it's like the blind leading the blind. Like you don't actually know what you're doing but you have a sense of like misery loves company. Let's just like figure it out together. It works until it doesn't. And that was something that I did way too long. I was scared to ask for help from somebody who had already kind of figured it out because I just thought I wasn't good enough for that yet. I was just like, well, I don't want somebody to hold me accountable because what if I can't rise to the occasion? What if I let myself and them down? Because if I, if it's just me and my friend like shooting the shit, We're not letting each other down. Like we're friends. We're going to have fun. We're going to do it together. But the thing is, it it was just me by myself at the end of the day. And I wasn't happy with where I was. I didn't feel good. I didn't feel any more confident. I hadn't reached my goal. And so that, at the end of the day, it's just you versus you. And I think no matter who you ask to help you, that's still going to be the case at the end of the day. Right? So, um, again, going back to the main point, put yourself into environments that force you to rise to the occasion. Know that opportunities only present themselves if you're ready. Opportunities do not present themselves if you are not ready. Okay. So if you have the opportunity to bet on yourself, to invest in yourself, to take a risk, calculated, really ask yourself, what do you have to lose? Okay. And also understand the opportunities only present themselves if you're ready and confidence follows action. The only reason that I'm here where I'm at today is because I took jumps into things before, before I fully understood them before I fully believed in myself. There was an element of faking it till I made it. Right. And this happened, especially when I hired my first coach and I was doing my first reverse diet because I didn't know how I was going to respond. The whole concept was scary to me. What if I gain a bunch of weight? What if I can't lose the weight once we reverse diet? What if I, you know, can't stick to this? I didn't know. 
I could hype myself up. But at that, up until that point, I hadn't stuck to something for more than like three weeks. So it was really scary. But having that coach and having that environment forced me to level up. And I'm not saying that you have to have a coach, like maybe it's a gym or maybe it's a coach at your gym, or maybe it's an accountability group of, you know, not just your friend or your significant other, but an actual people who you're surrounded by people who are ahead of you, who you want to be where they are. That is important. And that's why our word of the year at the fit breakthrough was community because we understand that yes, we can help our clients rise to the occasion, but it matters so much more if you're surrounded by other women who are doing the same. So that's why we had our in-person retreat this year. That's why we have the group chat. That's why we have the team Zooms. That's why, you know, we're very active on Instagram. It's more of a community feel when we're doing that instead of we're just like, oh, check in strictly over email, things like that. You know, like there's, there's a method to all of this. But find people who... It's, it scares you a little bit to have them hold you accountable because you're like, okay, like this is, I, I got skin in the game. Like I'm going to level up because you are. And I actually talked about this on my Instagram story the other day, but I said, when a client texts us their wins, you know, on WhatsApp or are like, Hey, you know, I lost 20 pounds or I have a better relationship with food or oh my gosh, this feels like so much more effortless than what I was doing in the past. I didn't know like this lifestyle change existed like this. Of course we celebrate them. Of course we're excited for them. Of course we share that moment with them, but it's not surprising. It's not surprising because we always viewed that client, whoever it is, we always view that client as this higher version of themselves. And we're just so excited that they're seeing it for themselves. Because any client who walks through that door, oh my gosh, from the get-go, we know what they're capable of. And again, it all comes back to the opportunity presents itself if you're ready. Okay, so don't shy away from that. Number three, third thing that I would tell myself if I was starting over my fitness journey is that easier does not mean better. Easier does not mean better. What do I mean by this? It's easy to create rules. It's hard to create strategy and education. It was very easy for me to crash diet because I cut out XYZ food. It was very easy to follow a meal plan for a few days because I didn't have to think. It was very easy to... Um, I don't know, go train for a half marathon, even though what I really wanted to do was build muscle, but I didn't know how to build muscle, but I knew, you know, oh, I could run for this long and hit my goal, right? Easier does not mean better. It's difficult to learn how to track macros. It's difficult to find time in your day to hit your step goal. It's difficult to buy groceries that you don't normally buy because you need to hit your protein now. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to kind of audit your schedule and be like, okay, where can I fit these things in for me and for my goals? It's easier in the short term to do something that's like a fad diet, but not in the long term. But I think when we think about long term, when we think about 
lifestyle changes, when we think about forever, it scares a lot of people. They think, well, I can't keep this up forever. So I'm just going to focus on the next eight weeks and try to lose 20 pounds and then figure it out. And that doesn't work because you are just waiting for the other shoe to drop. You are waiting for your you to be pulled out of your routine by the next vacation or wedding you have to go to or date night or night out with friends, you know? And then you're like, oh man, I gotta, you know, I gotta start over. If you are viewing fitness as an on-off switch, that is not good. You need to view fitness as a spectrum. It is a lifestyle change. I want you right now to go after this episode, not right now. (laughs) I want you to go listen to Discipline Leads to Freedom. That is one of my favorite episodes and it really draws out this idea of the discipline now will lead to a more effortless lifestyle in the future where you can really feel like, okay, I'm just kind of existing in this new physique of more muscle, less body fat. I don't have to worry about macro tracking forever. I don't have to really worry about my meals or am I eating healthy enough? Like you have the habits built. Definitely recommend after this going and listening to that episode because it really, it, it, it goes into depth on this, but Summarize again here, easier does not mean better. And then the last point that I'm going to give today is that just because something worked once doesn't mean it's the only way. Continue to have a growth mindset. This is the last thing on this list I could go on. This is the last thing on this list that I would tell myself if I was starting my fitness journey over again. And again, again, if you listen to the beginning of this podcast, I talked about how this is a message to myself after I had done all these fad diets, when I was gearing up to really focus on doing things the quote correct way, the lifestyle change, focusing on habits, focusing on tracking, focusing on, you know, hiring my first coach, things like that. Um, Just because something worked once doesn't mean it's the only way. So for me, this would have been hey, I actually got to my quote goal weight or what I thought was my goal weight at the time once before. And that was when I was eating 1200 calories a day, following this meal plan and under eating. Um, I never went out to eat. I never did anything social, blah, blah, blah. Right. I was living at home at the time. I'd never ate my mom's cooking. Like, oh my gosh, it was ridiculous. But just because something works once doesn't mean it's the only way. Do not let your past short-term victories dictate what you are capable of in the future. So many people hold themselves back because they feel like just because something worked once means that they have to be able to continue that forever to continue to see progress. Not true. Not true. Of course that didn't work long-term or else I wouldn't have had to start over. If you are constantly starting diets over, over and over again, it didn't work the first time it worked in the short term, but that's not working because you're, you gain the weight back and you probably didn't change your physique. If you want to change your physique, if you want to change your body composition to where you're not gaining and losing the same five, 10 pounds, but you're actually progressing in your physique and you feel like every time you enter into a cut, you're going to look different because you have more muscle on your frame. That's what we're talking about. Okay, that's the goal, but not, 
you know, going back to the same diet that worked last year, if it, if you just gained all the way back and then some, that's not what we're saying. And I see this also a lot in people who are in different life positions. They have different strategies or I'm sorry, they have different schedules now. Maybe before you became a mom, you, um, had all this time on your hands and you were running every day and you had all this time to meal prep and eat really healthy and you lost some weight. But now you don't have time on your hands. You can't go to the gym. You can't meal prep like you once did and eat, you know, to the meal plan and stuff like that. Maybe you have kids who you have to feed a family now. You have to make dinner for everybody that everybody's going to like. And you think, well, there's no way I can eat my, you know, little meal prep, uh, meal plan dinner every day. I can't make my own separate meal every day, so I can't do this. No, you still can, but I guarantee you before you didn't focus on education and strategy, you just kind of blindly followed a diet, ate less and hope for the best, ate quote healthy and hope for the best. You had a lot of time on your hands to move and now you don't, but you just have to adapt. You don't have to abandon. Okay. So that's the real difference. Have a growth mindset of just because something worked once doesn't mean it's the only way. If you lost weight, but you had a terrible relationship with food and then you gained the weight back, that doesn't mean that you, in order to make progress on your fitness journey, you have to have a terrible relationship with food, right? Just go, going about things in a different way is very empowering, but in order to take that risk, in order to bet on yourself, you really have to believe that that is true. And that's what I had to do. Again, going back to that my previous self, before I embarked on my first reverse diet, I was really, really scared because in my mind, I'd never done that before. I knew that I needed to do it in the back of my head, but I just thought it was going to be a waste of time because I was like, well, I tried to lose weight on 1400 calories. It didn't work out. So why would eating more be the solution? right? I didn't understand metabolic adaptation. I didn't understand that I was actually not being consistent at the intake that I thought I was. And that being at that low intake was causing me to get injured and to not progress in the gym and to not get stronger and to feel super lethargic. But I didn't make those connections. I just thought, well, I can't eat more because I'm not strong yet. Like I, it's going to all turn into like body fat, right? Like I was just spewing out my own limiting beliefs before I even tried anything. Okay. So really pay attention to the thoughts that are forming in your head and the limiting beliefs based on what you've done previously in terms of dieting or things that you've tried or things that haven't worked out. And is your mind keeping you stuck because it's keeping you comfortable because it's telling you, well, you know, you don't need to try something you new. You just need to work harder. You just need to eat healthier. You just need to move more. You just need to try more because I promise you, you are so incredibly capable of everything. And again, you just need to put yourself into situations, into environments that force you to level up and rise to the occasion. And listening to this podcast and podcasts like it, I think is a really good first step. So Very happy that you are here. I hope you enjoy the episode. I really like keeping these around 30 minutes. I think that's like a good place to be. Let me know if you guys agree. Uh, I really enjoyed making this. And if you are interested in joining us for 2024, 
we are opening up some one-on-one coaching spots. So if you apply now and if we feel like we're a good fit, you can choose to start in December or in January. So depending on what your travel looks like, depending on what we, what we agree is a good fit for you, we can definitely make that adjustment, but we have some spots open and there is a link in the description or in the show notes that you can go ahead and apply and then we'll book a call. You can talk with me and we'll see if it's a good fit, but I can't wait to meet you and let me know what you think of this episode. All right. Bye guys.